You know, for the first time, I have no idea what happens next. Is this where you kill me? I mean, I can never think of an ending where I lose. But this, after everything that I've done to you, to die at the hands of Sam Winchester. Of Dean Winchester. The ultimate killer. <laughs> it's kind of glorious. Sorry, Chuck. What? See, that's not who I am. Carry on my I'm Jeremy Greer. I'm Chris Mosier. Lay your weary head to rest. That's not who we are. Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where we cover every single episode of the TV show Supernatural, even the penultimate ones that are here now. This is the mm-hmm. next to last episode of Supernatural, Chris. This is crazy. Uh, I can't believe we've come this far. I have been uh, emotional about this, more so, more emotional than I expected. I've been, I've been making memes on, on Twitter and Tumblr. I've been mm-hmm, mm-hmm. thinking about the supernatural a whole lot more than I usually do. It's given me kind of weird brain worms. I, this is this is kind of a big deal. Like, I've, I've been watching the show for a while. <laughs> like, yeah, this is kind of um, weird. It's been a very, very, very long time. And we're almost at the end. Let's save it for next week, though, because we, we ain't done yet. Dude, I, I really... I, I, we will have like a feedback episode um, and talk about like uh, talk about people's opinions on the finales. Uh, I'm saying finales plural because people believe there are multiple finales of Supernatural, which I find very funny. Um, it, it, we'll, and we'll talk about like the season and the series as a whole and things like that. So that that will happen. Um, but man, like everything in this particular episode happens at the speed of fucking crazed, drugged up midnight street racers and i i think you said like imagine just having four episodes of building this stuff as opposed to hanging out with baba yagas and all of the other stuff yeah. that we've been it, doing. there's a lot that i and i don't i genuinely don't know how or why it, it turned out like this um there this is easily four episodes worth of stuff that they could have done um it's I I don't I don't really know what, the I think the directing for me saved this episode. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. I think it was really well well directed, very um visually interesting. It kind of kept the pace feeling exciting even though I was like okay, we just skipped through like many plot points. <laughs> like this is craziness happening. Um I don't hate this episode. I just wish that it was four episodes long. I I wish that ideas from this episode had been um taken and reworked into multiple episodes and i wish that brad buckner and eugenie russell i mean were not allowed to write for supernatural 
Uh, I feel like even when they aren't being gross, sexist assholes, they are specifically um, putting their thumbs in the face of Supernatural fans. And I feel like they are, uh, they when they write these episodes, they find their own agenda and they run off with it and they basically pay zero attention to the rest of the series and everything that everybody else is working for. Uh, I will expand on that a lot in this episode. Um, hopefully we don't get interrupted by the recording goblin. I've been holding him off, but he could pop up. You don't know. So that's like recording goblin is not invited. You can, I, I said, never, so, I never said so very, <laughs> I said so very clearly in my 22 minutes of stand up at the end of this podcast. <laughs> um, I uh, before we get into the main part of the episode, I just want to thank our patrons over at patreon.com slash monster of the week. We uh, continue to uh, just be bowled over by your by your support. Thank you very, very much. Um, if you're new people uh, to go join the discord, uh, read the rules channel on the channel section. I, uh, I just I just re- I revamped all of that stuff. Uh, we're going to be doing hunky Sunday, Saturdays and Sundays. We're going to be rewatching some supernatural episodes together. So be sure to join the appropriate channels and go check all that stuff out. It's a fun time. Uh, in the meantime, Chris, season 15, 18 episodes. Sum it up for me, dog. Okay, no sweat. Last time at Supernatural, we said goodbye to Castiel as the faithful angel, professed his love and sacrificed his life to save Dean and stop Billy. Chuck absorbed Amara and has entered his final form, and Sam and Jack tried to save their friends, only to see them all vanish one by one. The end is nigh, and all hope seems lost. We are talking about Season 15, Episode 19, Inherit the Earth, written by Brad Buckner and Eugenie Rosalind, directed by John F. Showalter. This aired the day before my 40th birthday on November 12th, 2020. Carry on. Everything is on the line as the battle against God continues. A familiar face returns to join the fight. Uh, when I finished episode 18 last week, Chris, I, uh, th- my, my little media software automatically advances to the next unwatched episode. Um, and so this description popped up. And I, I just wanted it to be Castiel so bad. <laughs> I was really, I was really mm-hmm. hoping that Castiel would just come back in this episode. I'm not going to lie. Like, the, the scene... 15 to 18 really, really fucked me up with my Castiel feelings. I'm not going to be able to watch Supernatural in the same way again after that episode, uh, specifically because of Castiel. And I, so I, I I'm a little fucked up about don't, it. <laughs> so. I don't know if this is um, has anything to do with anything. But these last two episodes were filmed like after the COVID break, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, was Misha not available anymore? Because it just feels like, all right, we kind of just got to pretend like he doesn't exist anymore. I mean, I don't know what happens next episode, um, but it very much feels like, okay, we can't bring him back, so we're just going to forget about him. Um, and it's weird. And it's it's very weird. Um, this feels like this whole fucking two episodes, or this episode, and I'm assuming the next one, feels like scheduling conflicts, the series. Like, I don't know. It's just something about it. Like, they somebody wrote this ending without any context or something. I don't know. There's just something about it that I'm like, what the fuck? What what is going on here? What is going on here? I uh, um, I, I mean maybe I would hate to think that. Look, scheduling problems are scheduling problems. COVID problems are COVID problems. I don't know when this was filmed. I know this was the first ones they did right after they came back from the COVID break. I don't know where Misha Collins was in the world. I have to imagine that as passionate as Misha Collins has been about Supernatural over the years, that if they were like, "Hey, we want you there for the last two episodes," he'd be like, "Fuck yeah, I'm there." Like no question. Like I'm, yeah. I will leave my kids on the street 
I think it's just wishful thinking that there had to be some logistical reason why it didn't happen. No, and I, th- I think that like they they thought that that was a send off. I think they thought that that was like, oh, okay, um, that this is everybody's I mean, if your favorite character, character has to go. That that's a beautiful way to make them go, but I it just. I don't know. Here, here's, it wasn't the final episode. It wasn't like the final moment. You know what I mean? Like, I think there's I, two more episodes after that, so it just kind of feels like, oh, great. There's there's so much I I I really hate about that decision too because like we're gonna in this episode I I don't know I don't know where I want to start complaining at but like I, for now I will say that if he doesn't show up in episode twenty which I don't think that he does based on like. Uh, and all I have are, are very vague spoilers. I didn't know hardly anything that was happening in this episode. I was actually pleasantly surprised by most of all of it, how unspoiled I was for this episode. Um, I I think robbing Castiel the opportunity of helping them win this fight um, after everything they've been doing for the last 11 years just fucking sucks. I loved the confession. Absolutely adored the, the acting and everything that went involved with it. We talked about it a lot last episode. It fucking sucks that he's not part of Team Free Will in episode nineteen. Like just, and then we get like one sentence. Where's Cass? Oh, um, they literally gone. say, "Where's Cass?" In this, yeah, <laughs> was... which is, I guess this is. I'm sure the fandom has had this conversation before, but Cass being in the empty is the season sixteen plotline. Like in my head, that True. if it wasn't the if this wasn't the final season, then the next mission would be we got to go to the empty and we have to save Cass. We have to find a way to get in there. We have to find a way to kill the empty. And then uh-oh, we've released all these angels and demons back in, into the world. And now that's our season 17 problem, yeah. whatever. Like Just to leave it like that feels so uh, hollow, feels so... Like it gets the antithesis of what supernatural is. This family fucking you know? betrayal um, is what it feels. It feels like betray you. <laughs> yeah, um, which but, is a weird joke uh, that me knows? and Autumn say about. I don't know why we say betray you so much, but we say that we betray you a whole lot. Uh, like it's H or you, or like it's. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm not going to explain this dumb joke. But it feels like betrayal. It feels like you know. Here's the one of the three most popular characters in this entire series, and we're not gonna we're gonna send him off. Um, but we're going to send him off in such a way that at the end of the next episode, he could just be brought back at any point. Like we, it, it's, it, and that's that's my other really significant problem mm-hmm. with it is like in this enti- in this episode, God brings back somebody from the empty. At the end of this episode, you could have God bring back somebody from the empty. Like it's fucking uh, ridiculous yeah. that it doesn't come up. Yeah. It's fucking so stupid, and I hate it so much. And I had a little more time than you to stew on this episode, I think. I watched it a couple of days ago. Um, I've been watching it as soon as I can, basically, because I've been so I've been so I've been just feel consumed with supernatural stuff lately. Um and I the longer that I have sat with it, like the more angry I get at it. And uh I I like a lot of stuff in this episode, so I'm not gonna be completely negative, but just as a warning, like there's some things in here that I just I find ex- excruciatingly bad. So mm. We can get into it on the play-by-play, though, Chris. Sorry, I didn't mean to right. didn't mean to commandeer this thing for you. <laughs> hey, I just I'm tired from my stand-up routine. Um, we cold open, Kyoto, Japan, New York City, New York, the only two cities in the world. The only two cities, um, and and they're empty. It's really funny that they just they like when we start off seeing like Kyoto, I was like, oh, we're gonna see the whole world, and then it shows New York. I'm like, all right, now yeah, that's New York, okay, mm-hmm. and then that's it, and that's it. <laughs> it's like, oh. All right. Those well, they go to the they so go to gay. the playground that um they is the open. Yeah, they the, show then they show a, a playground. No, and then later, I think they show like the Eiffel Tower. It's a it's a playground, and I have to assume that it's the playground that's hiding the entrance to heaven, right? That's got to be the same playground. <laughs> 
yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that one drug angel is no not trench anymore. coats. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um, Sam and Jack are wandering the streets as Dean kind of drives up to meet them. Everybody is a little freaked out. They're in, they're in Hastings, Minnesota. Um, Sam has a real devastating line here where he says, "Everyone is gone. I couldn't save anyone." Uh, but which we're gonna you're gonna hear us talk about this a lot. Like this episode moves so fast that we barely get any time for to, to like sit in that. Um, uh, Jack pipes up, "Where's Cassiel?" Um, Dean just says, "He saved me." Cass is gone. Um, and then tells him briefly about the empty. Um, I don't know, man. The complete not acknowledgement of the confession and everything, I guess, works with Dean's it's, character of not wanting to have emotional mm-hmm. conversations during stressful it's times. It works with uh, these these writers going, no, <sighs> no. So no, you no, called no, no, this. No. You fucking called this in the last episode of like them just showing up and having Mark Pellegrino say no homo, and that's basically the thing that happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's. I mean, obviously, uh, the showrunners. Um, not all of them, but it, from what I gather, some of them, um, just absolutely hate these characters, hate Castiel, um, and they, they didn't want any of this happening. They hate this ship. They hate this fandom. So this is what they're giving us. Yes. Um, so they, the camera, as they're talking about stuff, um, Sam, well, as Dean's saying this, Sam's like, okay, I'm going to call Jody. Yeah. It's, <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's another real frustration. Like, I'm just going to call people in the middle of your conversation. But uh, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll try to approach it in good faith in that Sam is so, he's so fucked up right now by yeah. everything that he just mm-hmm. witnessed. Um, you know, Dean is the type who he's in shock still. He buried that. He had his, his drive over probably to, to figure out how to bury that down and, and keep moving forward. Cause what else can you do? Um, so, so Sam, who's just like, okay. All right. Yeah, no, that's that's makes sense. That information you just gave me makes sense. I'm just going to call everybody who I didn't see die and see if anybody's around uh, and nobody's picking up. Obviously, everybody's gone. Everybody is gone. Um, and uh, Dean, I think, tells Sam, hey, it wasn't Billy who did this. It's it was it was Chuck. So yeah. nothing that we, we did mattered. You know, he's just toying with us. And he and he tells Jack that he's sorry. Uh, but again, we don't really have any time to to think about that because the camera zooms out so we can see the whole planet, uh, which to me may be represented like Chuck watching them. Um, after a splash screen, Sam and Dean walk into a diner, uh, and I thought this stuff was kind of cool that they see like a football game that's airing nationally that where just people mm. are just not there anymore. Um, I just, I don't know, like the idea, like I... I've seen a lot of like rapture type media or people disappearing kind of media, read a lot of that stuff. And I've never thought about it from like a sports game where just everybody disappears and like the cameras are still transmitting. Um, Everybody's gone. Uh, Jack is outside. He's crying and praying to Castiel. Uh, And as he walks by, we see once again that uh, his he's he's. He seems to be killing plants as he walks by them. Their their life yeah, force seems interesting. It's a it's a cool visual effect. Um, at this point, we don't really know what's happening other than that they're withering and dying. Um, the cafe or the diner, whatever it's called, Sammy's Highway Cafe. Thought that that was something. It's really yeah, not anything. Nice. No, I like it. <laughs> Just get Sammy in the title. Um, but uh, yeah, so Jack is killing things as he walks by. Be not Sam and Dean, though. It doesn't seem to affect people. It's just these pathetic low-level plants that he absorbs. <laughs> these, these level um, two plants. Get the fuck out of here. Path- pathetic level two plants. Are that you he still absorbs. in pots, you fucking lamos? Yeah. Level up just, just, plants. <laughs> his aura alone is enough to do critical hit damage to them. Are you? Um, are you? Are you relying on the rain to water you? What the fuck is up? Get to level six on the yeah, self hydration yeah. spell, dog. 
What's wrong? Uh, pathetic. Um, Absolutely. Jack pathetic. goes back inside, and here we see Sam kind of collapsing. Um, it isn't that, like, you know, pathetic, shriveled, like these plants outside. Uh, he's shouting. He's just kind of, like, completely overwhelmed, being like, if I hadn't stopped you, if I had just let you continue the plan, basically meaning, like, Dean, if I let you kill me, that would have fulfilled Chuck's plan, and none of this would have happened. Everybody would still be alive. Um, and he's, he's Sam's cracking. He's really he's really cracking. Which is you know two episodes ago he pulled Dean off the edge, and the fact that he regrets that now shows how how bad things are for him. Uh, I do want to point out that Dean is drinking while all this is happening. He went ahead and, and oh, I didn't even pour, notice that here. poured himself a, a beer from the tap behind the bar, which I thought was classic Dean Winchester. Um, mm-hmm. And and yeah, Sam Sam's freaking out. Uh, I mean, and then we just zip back to the bunker, um, where, uh, Sam and Dean, or excuse me, we zip to, uh, them waiting outside the car at night. Um, and they're kind of wondering if he will show up when Chuck does. Uh, and this is where they offer themselves up and they say, you know, Hey, I, you win. Um, and Chuck is very smarmy about this. He says, I always do. And they say, look, I'll, will I'll kill him. Dean will kill Sam. Sam will kill Dean. We'll kill each other. We'll do whatever you want to, but you have to bring back everybody. Uh, and Dean specifically mentions including Castiel. Uh, and unfortunately, I just gotta assume that one's on Jensen and not on Buck Lemming. You know, uh, a podcast came out today uh, that Jensen guested on, um, and he talked about adding a little spice to the scripts <laughs> that him and Jared would do every once in a while. Uh, I saw a little video clip of him adding a little spice, a little nuance. Uh, what does that mean? I don't know, but it, sometimes to me it means that he said Castiel's name in a Buck Lemming episode. <laughs> That's what I think yeah. it means. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, if Buck Lemming had their way, I think the romance would have been between... Probably Lucifer and Sam, actually, just because they know it's awful, too. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Chuck says, no, it's uh, too little too late. Um, he's He didn't think about it before, but the idea of them um, spending the rest of eternity in uh, shame and suffering and loneliness, all because they wouldn't take the knee because they you know, wouldn't just do what they were supposed to do. Uh, that gives that's exciting to him. That's a good story for him, uh, and yeah. he wants them to live like this for the rest of their lives, which is fucking terrifying. Uh, yeah. Again, like this, some small notes here, like the football field that I mentioned earlier, and then like this concept of living on an empty planet, on worse, like a, a dead and decaying planet, essentially. Um, I mean, mm. obviously, like we don't know if grass is dying or whatever, but just this idea of living on if Earth. Jack's around, it is for real. <laughs> Jack goes to the Amazon and like well, all of a sudden we have a carbon monoxide problem in, the, in America. Great, yeah. Jack. Jesus, come on. Um, um, yeah. They uh, and bummer. Chuck, Chuck huge, leaves. huge, huge L for the boys. Honestly, um, not a great, not a great time for them. And this feels like a much deeper punishment than um, them just having to kill each other. Yeah. Um, just you know, eternity of suffering, uh, wallowing in their failures. And that's exactly what we do. We go back to the bunker. And here again, this is where I think the directing really shines. We get all of these like tilting cameras um, and odd angles uh, of the characters. Um, we get Jack like laying in bed or whatever. Sam's walking around in pajamas, which is always unsettling to begin with. And then we have Dean just straight up passed out on the floor, <laughs> just drunken in a drunken stupor on top of boo on, on top of booze bottles, just like yeah, just <laughs> just laying out there, passed out. Um, Jack wakes up and he can sense something weird, uh, a presence, something that's out there. Um, this is my first clue that like 
okay, a bunch of stuff is going to happen that I don't like in this episode. And mm-hmm. this, this is definitely mm-hmm. one of them. We're not going to get into it just yet, but, uh, they, they hit the road, they jump in the Apollo. Um, they stop at a gas station and as Dina's heading to the bathroom, he finds a dog that Chuck. This missed. is just cruel. This is just cruel. Uh, we, we see Dean looking happier than he's looked in all of season 15. Dude. <laughs> For, am, a brief, for a brief moment. Um, I am losing my mind at this. This this gets me so emotional because Dean has never particularly liked dogs until he was turned into one for a brief time uh, or allowed to communicate with in the dog's native language or whatever. Um, but his just overwhelming... Chuck made a mistake. Like you could almost see the wheels clicking in his head of, well, if he missed one thing, maybe he missed more things and maybe we could use that. Like you could just see Dean Winchester, like mm-hmm. working through this as a, like, this is evidence of fucking hope. You could like, this is the one thing. This is hope. This is, this is, I, I have hope again where he did not before. Um, and then there's this really cute scene between him and Sam where Sam's like, you're going to let, let it in the Impala. And Dean's like, shut the fuck up, Sam Winchester. I will put him in the front seat yeah. if you're not quiet right now. Yeah. I do not care about you. Uh, um, and then as he puts the dog in the Impala uh, and he's like petting the dog and then the dog disappears. And Chuck is in the field behind him, giving him the old salute. It's the only like spooky thing they've ever done with Chuck ever. It's just when he's just standing there in the field and he doesn't say anything and he waves and he disappears. It's not very spooky, but it was a little spooky. My imagination let it be a little spooky. Just that silent observer in the background tormenting you. It's a little spooky. And you you, you said this, like, this is just needlessly cruel. Like, the idea, mm-hmm. um, and I don't, you know, in a lot of cases, like, I feel like Chuck, even though he knows everything, he knows very little. Like he wasn't able to figure like this ending out on himself, but now he's really enjoying it because it was almost a surprise. He didn't write it. Uh, this just feels like Chuck just like wanting to break his own toys, like just trying a way to figure out how to make them suffer. Just needlessly, needless cruelty at the hands of Chuck. And it's the meanest that he's ever been. I think it's just the shittiest mm-hmm. thing somebody mm-hmm. has done. And it sends Dean down, I think even to a deeper hole, like when they're driving away, he's like, can't even save a freaking dog. And I'm like, dude, I know you, yeah. have, I know you have issues with Scooby, but like, I don't think that was a Scooby dog. I don't think that you're okay. It's just a lot of pain. It's just a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they continue on. And, and as like night falls, we, we get, you know, the effects of, of, of a storm is thunder and lightning. It's very atmospheric. I think the production of this episode, again, along with the directing, there's a lot of things that I, I really liked about it, um, except for the fact that it's four episodes in one. Um, but hey, for what they're doing, I appreciated that aspect of it. Because um, as they pull up to this church, you know, they all get out and they're looking in, and Jack says, I don't really know what we're going to find when we get in there. Um, it, not a lot of options of what we were going to find. And I got to admit, Oh, I, this aspect of the episode, I don't mind. I don't mind that they pulled this card. No, me um, it, it makes, it makes I sense. just, it would have been interesting to see them come up with something weird and spooky. Um, but wh- what am I kidding? It's we're not getting yeah, weird not, and we spooky at this. In we, this we, point. we don't um, have time for weird spooky, Chris. We we have to go, you know, borderline homophobic and and quickly. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. what we're going for. There's um yeah, there's one aspect of all this stuff that I like. When I think about it, but in, in practice, I sort of wish they still didn't do it. But we'll get to that. So they go into this church. Oh, real quick, Again, real quick. Love- I, I just want to mention okay. when deep when when they're in the car and Dean is like, "We can't even save a freaking dog." Uh, Sam has a, a response that says, uh, "Maybe that's the point. There's no one left to help. No one but us." Like. Again, just showing that Chuck took away the whole family credo. Like he took away the saving yeah. people by taking away the people. And- what would it, what would Chuck have done if Sam and Dean were like? Movie marathon? I mean, <laughs> let's, 
<laughs> you know, there's a, there's an aspect of this where, like, if this was you and I, and we would look at each other and, like, you know, we could wallow in this. Yeah. Or, or like, there's or, the, you want to go find every video game imaginable. And just let's get it. Let's just get it all, dude. Yeah, let's this, go. We let's can go. still go online. Yeah, there's still electricity. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. now, you know, eventually things might run out. We could probably we could probably figure something out, right? Yeah. Um. So yeah, they go into the church. I to get back to that. Apologies. Um. And yeah. And and they go in there. Jack senses something. Sure enough. It's Michael. Michael is in this church. He's been hiding out here, and he is, of course, possessing Adam, who he regrets to inform us, was called up during the rapture. Uh, he calls it a rapture. I think that is probably a good way to describe it. Mm-hmm. It is very much a, a rapture. I don't know why I didn't think of that before. Um, but yeah, this is a St. Michael's church, so he took refuge here while everything was going down. Um, and we, we learned some stuff about how, like, Michael was the one who came down to earth and like spread the benevolent word of God many millennia ago or whatever. He's the one who gave God to the people. Um, and I guess this was around when, when Chuck first disappeared from heaven and they didn't know what was going on with uh, with it. Um, they call Michael out because they're like, hey, you ignored us before. Why are you showing your presence now? Uh, and Michael just says that was then. This is now. Which you can tell is them just like writing over it. They yep, go, who cares? <laughs> we yeah. didn't want to use this toy before and now we're throwing it into the It didn't make sense game, to so. bring him into the last episode because it would have been too much. So now he's in this episode. Um, one thing we also learned... We learned two things from Michael. Uh, one thing that's about Michael and one thing that is from Michael. Uh, we learned that heaven has been exterminated. Um, so presumably Chuck has just wiped the slate clean there too. So like all of the Winchester's friends that were in heaven, which I mean are a handful, I guess, uh, are now gone. Um, and then also Michael really, like he got in here and just lit every candle in the room. I don't know if they're like Bath and Body Works vibes. He lit a lot of candles. Or what's, oh, what's yeah. going on, like a Bloodborne thing. They were having... Thing. They... I was gonna say they were having a sale, like buy. They sometimes Bath and Body Works does like a buy three get one, yeah, um, mm-hmm. or buy one get two. They do. They, they do some pretty wild candle sales. Um, believe you me, they 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 know how to pump a candle into your shopping cart. Um, but you know, I bet he's just swung by one. Yeah, after, after the rapture, the he just swung by like you raptured. Could... He go ooh, <laughs> here's <laughs> an idea. <laughs> Adam hated scented candles. <laughs> Michael loves them. Adam, what do you think about sandalwood? Ooh, ooh, this one's this one says it's sleepy time tea. Do you think he do you think he still talks to Adam like he's there, but he's but he's not? Is Adam not there anymore? I thought Adam yeah, was. Yeah, Adam there. got raptured up. Adam's gone. Adam's gone. Oh, Michael's in there is alone. That, is that canon? Is that Yeah, they, yeah, no, yes, yes. Michael says they say an Adam, and he's like, No, he's gone. He, he was totally, destroyed or raptured I, I, up. I totally him. missed that. What a what a crazy fucking thing. Absolutely he still talks to Adam. And absolutely, he he has been robbing every single Bed Bath and Beyond he can to stock his mm-hmm. his his mm-hmm. fucking church with good scented perfect candles. excellent excellent perfect. Um, but yeah, they walk in. Sam's Sam's like, wow, it smells amazing in here. <laughs> and Jack's like, that's what I could scent or sense. It was it was the smell of a thousand Bath and Body Works candles burning all at once, and I could I could smell it on the wind <laughs> all the way from the bunker. Sam just walks in and says, "Why does this smell like the outside of Rowena's bathroom?" And everybody's like, oh, yeah. Sam, come Sammy. on, man. <laughs> you told us too much. <laughs> You're not supposed to say stuff Sammy. like that. <laughs> um, um, anyway, so they just go back to the bunker with Michael. All right. See you guys. 
Um, they they lit all these candles for about thirty seconds of on screen time. <laughs> these poor these poor fucking like stage we get one that cool is. shot like through the candles where you see like the group talking again. The directing really saved this episode for me. It was so frenetic. It was so uh, exciting. You know, there was hardly any um, shoulder up close up shots. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, there's also the like while they were talking in the church. I forgot to mention this. I'm sorry. Um, as Sam would talk or as Dean would talk, they were both lit by different windows and with different lighting. Uh, like Sam's Ooh. face is like half lit um, with this gold kind of blue thing. I think Dean's was maybe red or something. Um, and it was just like, I was watching it going like, where the fuck has this been? Like, if y'all could do this, why right? haven't we been doing Imagine it? Imagine if they just did this like every other episode. It would be amazing. Yeah, I know it's hard, but like, I I mean, that's the job. <laughs> make it's, it good. And, and, the job and is having make it things good. Be, make it cool. Exactly. Having Having these dynamic camera angles, having things be visually interesting really, really goes a long way where you have crappy plots, stupid stuff happening. Like I can I can overlook it. I want listen. I like a lot of really stupid shit because it looks cool, you know? Like if something can look cool, if it does something, if there's a design element I like, um I'm I can be all in it. This, there's video games I like that are bad games but they have great soundtracks. Yeah. And I'm just like this is enough. This is enough. Supernatural when it when it does stuff like this, I like forget about all the stuff that bothers me and I go, damn, this looks cool. I don't, like I'm feeling this this mood, this vibe. I don't care if the monster of the week is is a bug, as long as like the bug is fucking well lit and yeah. cool, has a yeah. cool if, atmosphere. I, if Baba Yaga Jr. on on their skateboard has cool lighting, <laughs> and why not? Able, there's a lot of shadow play. Yeah. I'm into it, dude. Make a make make. Who was the guy that did drive? Like make get drive. Get the drive yeah, yeah. guy get over here. Guy. Just saturate guy. every single set with purple light and red light clashing against one another, and and light this fucking set. Put it all on Baba Yaga Junior. Skateboarding down a fucking ne- smeared neon rainy mm-hmm. street, and I'm and then, and then Sam and Dean pop out and shoot him, and then that's then they could just go roll yeah. up close it's to their faces. It's just like a whole season of bug men, but they're only showed in reflection. You never and, and in silhouettes. It's just you know something cool just something a little fun just something um, a little anyway. cool for you and i i wish that, i wish there was more Bugman footage so we could like really i could get creative on some videos but there's just not enough Bugman footage hardly any Bugman footage so um they go to the bunker um they go to the bunker they uh sam brings out death's book and says hey maybe you can open this uh he flashes his eyes reaches for the book the book begins to glow blue just like his eyes but nope he just stays closed uh meanwhile jack who has had very little to do besides send out some uh, Bath and Body Works candles, uh, is sitting in the corner just eating a candy bar. <laughs> like, like n- no big yeah, deal. why is he eating? He's just chilling. <laughs> like, I'd, I'm so used to seeing Dean, like, drinking through stuff or and occasionally eating through stuff, but to have a Jack just have a fucking, like, candy bar in the scene is very they, funny They to forget me. that he was, like, in the shot <laughs> and he was just I, eating I off camera. I absolutely don't know. Uh, uh Sam and Dean talk about uh, or sit down in a different section. Like after they try to open the book, they're alone. Yeah, they... they're again framed really cool. They're sitting on the steps. I think they're in the kitchen. They're sitting on the steps in front of the the doorway, with the light in the doorway. Yep. Kind of shot through the hanging like utensils. There's like a spatula and stuff hanging out. It's just it's just a cool looking shot. I saw um, this shot really a, a long nothing. long time ago, looking for stuff to use in music videos. And um, mm. I was always I think I even sent it to you at one point. I was like, I know this is probably a spoiler, but like it's so out of context, we don't know what's happening. But why is there kitchen? utensils here in the shot like let's just remove yeah. it it's a cool shot there's just a spatula it's because there. they were fighting a ghost chef that's yeah, what i would yeah. have liked to believe why is the pasta the go- sport the in ghost the shot? shelf <laughs> the ghost chef episode we were robbed oh, um god damn it we should have had the ghost chef episode we should have had uh, the ghost chef um they don't have any also options. just just 
speculation here. Uh, Michael tries to open the book. It doesn't work. He uses a lot of power. Do you think that it didn't work because Jack absorbed that power as it was happening? No, I think he specifically could not open the book. Um, he just didn't have enough juice. He didn't yeah. have enough juice to do it. Uh, he didn't have the right juice. It's not that he had, didn't have enough. He just didn't have the right juice. The thing that kills me is uh, the, how very specific the rules of this fucking book are. Like, only death can open it, but then she can leave it open. But only death can read it unless you have a book mm. from a library, in which case you can it's maybe translate odd. it a little bit. Uh, I, yeah. I get so aggravated. They, with played, shit, they played fast and loose with this. Um, they, they're talking about their options, which they have none of. Uh, and then Dean's phone rings. It's Castiel. You can uh, hear his voice. He says, Dean, I'm here. Yeah. I'm hurt. Can you let me in? Uh, Which is just, again, that's an insult. It's not a trick for the show. I think it was just a mean thing for the fans. I can imagine people gasping and absolutely. thinking, oh, my God, people, is he back? Fuck, Chris, you don't have to say people. Jeremy Greer was like, okay, I knew. Oh, I already oh, knew. fuck, I already okay, knew. all right. I, I, I di- legitimately did not know that Lucifer was going to be in this episode. I didn't either. But when that happened, knowing that it was a Bucklemming episode, I, I knew it. I knew it was Lucifer. I fucking knew it. You and knew I was it right. Instantly. And I've never... It just, it was just, that's such a buck lemming thing to do. We, we so Dean runs to the door, opens it up, and there he is. Chris, there he is. He says the fucking Budweiser thing. The was a... Uh, oh my God. That's what he does. Like, I don't know if that was... Everything about him, it, it was just a reminder. There's like one thing he said, I don't even remember what it was, but it was kind of funny. Um, but everything about him, just it just, oh yeah, this is why this sucks. This is why Supernatural couldn't keep up the, the horror elements of it. It's because Lucifer acts like this. <laughs> He's, I mean, he opens the door, Dean runs so fast, you can tell his fucking heart is broken, and it's getting broken all over again with this. And I, I'm with you. Like this is a trick. Like Lucifer can 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 make people think that he sounds like somebody else. We've seen him do that. Um, the fact that he does this with Castiel and Dean, um, just to me, isn't anything to do with st- stuff that's happening in the show. It's Buck Lemming and Eugenie Ross Lemming. Excuse me, I just said Buck Lemming. <laughs> Brad Buckner and Eugenie Ross Lemming uh, flipping the middle finger to the previous episode. That's literally mm-hmm. all this is, and it's that's all it is. Fucking garbage. Um, bringing this guy back, um, bringing a misogynistic asshole back in the final two episodes of the season, and then not really doing anything with him. I think that's the worst part of all of this. Is I like, honestly thought that he was just he was just going to be a trick, and he wasn't going to do anything at all. Like, I'm here, Dean opens the door and slams it, and then it's gone, and it was just an illusion by Chuck. But now he slams the door, and then Lucifer's in. He's just in the bunker now. Um, I do want to say- And now we have to deal with it. When I saw this, I literally paused the episode and got up and walked around for a while because I was so mad about it. Like, I was- mm-hmm. I didn't know this was going to happen. We joked about it in the last episode when we saw who was going to write this episode. I, I truly did not believe that they would just, like, hand wave away, oh, sure, he's in the empty, and now he's back for a while. I- I'm so upset, Chris. I just hate this mm-hmm. so fucking much. Yep. Yeah, uh, but it does confirm once and for all that um, Castiel could be retrieved from the empty. Um, yeah. I, what is the empty going to do? If if the empty destroys Castiel, where's he going to go? The empty. He's still there. <laughs> Doesn't make. Does he just cease to exist? Period. I guess. I don't know. I I'm so annoyed. I'm so annoyed that Chuck didn't clear out the empty. Right. Like. Mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. or and I don't know maybe we'll find that, that maybe we'll actually we'll find out that that's the answer is, is like the empty doesn't exist like you know Chuck just saved Lucifer from the empty because all of this all of this long-winded bullshit with Lucifer it's just gonna we're just gonna find out it's all just a 
fucking ploy to get the death's book so that they can do some stuff or whatever. Yeah. It's horrible. Right. So yeah, yeah, Lucifer comes in. He says he was sent by the empty um, to do some stuff. Uh, and he summons a woman named Betty. She's all tied up because, you know, buck living. Um, she's a reaper. He stabs her, kills her. Um, and he says that this is the first reaper to die since Billy. So voila, she's the new death. I guess that's how it works. We, I we, don't remember. We've established that. Yeah, because when because okay. uh, Billy was the first when Cassiel killed Billy, she was the first reaper to die after Dean killed death. And that's how she became death. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is that is uh, actually like. Okay. They, they watched a previous episode, or at least somebody read them. Something. They watched one previous episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, get it, get it, get it. They, they um, looked at the Wikipedia so, for a little while on that one. <laughs> Once she gets up, she's suddenly like, okay, all right, give me the book. Let's read it. And, you know, obviously this is a, a, whole, a whole big trick, we can tell. Um, they give her the book. She won't let them in the room while she looks at it. And all, while, while that is all happening, Michael and Lucifer meet face to face again. Um, I'm moving to this as fast as possible because I just don't I don't want to deal with any of this. And um, Betty comes back out. Betty being the new death, she comes back out with the book, saying she knows how Chuck ends. But before she can finish reading it, Lucifer snaps his fingers and just destroys her. Um, I didn't know that Lucifer was strong enough Ex- to destroy death. Excuse me. What? Yeah. How, how, what? <laughs> Feels since- like I mean I guess God Chuck just gave him that power but it just seems like death is kind of this outside force um that it just it doesn't care it does not care about that um the show used to be about monsters it also had, used to have rules when uh <laughs> when death came out with the book and before lucifer kills her um she calls everybody asshats which is a real cool thing for death to say so cool that's so it's cool dude so cool i had a lot of plans for this segment that's i was going to bring the recording goblin in for this segment but i just can't bring myself to, to do it chris i'm so sorry mm. like i really wanted to like just completely derail this section but you're already so mad and i'm already so mad i think it would just make us mad at each other so i don't want to do that <laughs> <laughs> and here we learn that okay yep it was chuck who let lucifer out of the empty he shouldn't be this powerful, but I guess he is. Um, he he's thrown in. He keeps calling Michael a cuck, which is such a again Buck Lemming thing to do. Hate it. And it also becomes it's such a Buck Lemming thing that it's actually a plot point um, that Michael doesn't like being called that or being insulted. He doesn't like that um, Lucifer was chosen for this job over him. That really really bothers him. Um, so Lucifer just starts blasting everybody. He's sending people flying. He, I, for some reason, tries to get Jack on his side again. Um, that ship has not sailed for him, apparently. Uh, and then Michael sneaks up uh, and stabs Lucifer with the Archangel Blade. And then he dies and drops the book. Like, and that's it. When- uh, Lucifer hopefully will never see his ass again. And if he shows up in episode 20, I swear to God. Uh, it, uh, th- th- how many times have we seen lucifer die on screen at this point like it feels like a thousand too many too many uh, just too many too many and yet not enough um notably after as 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 lucifer is dying we see jack like feeling something a little weird we don't we don't know what's going on with mm-hmm. that yet uh but he's but he's feeling yeah, a little it's, weird. Um, um indigestion and um, yeah a little it's man ass candy he keeps that. eating <laughs> uh um a little bit later when dean asks michael if he's okay michael says he's a he's a little bit winded that he hasn't had to have a fight like that before which is another clue as to something that's going to happen towards the end of the episode. Um, Dean thinks that if he's if Chuck is sending Lucifer after them to get the book, that maybe he's getting desperate. Uh, yeah. And this why is, didn't he come himself? And you, you, know, and you could tell something's up. And you could tell Michael is a little offended that Chuck didn't like come to him before Lucifer. Um, yeah, that's his biggest takeaway from this whole experience. Uh, Sam um, is going to ch- attempt to translate the now opened death book, which only death can read, by using the Book of the Damned. Um, because sure, 
and then he does it and there's a spell yeah. he just does it immediately and um previously this would have been like a whole episode of them trying to decipher it and oh dude um, imagine getting they, they just had the god killing spell ingredients they just had it no no problem no sweat they didn't have um, to call that like samwise guy or whoever the fuck syringe yeah. or whatever the fuck his name is sergey um yeah the only the only cool thing about this sequence is that as Sam does his little translation thing and then he starts explaining it to everybody, um, we have that intercut with them driving to the spot and doing the thing. And they did that earlier as Jack was explaining something. It showed them driving. And um, those are the, the visual you know, flares that at least made it interesting to watch from yeah. on that level. Um, so they go out. Uh, they have everything. They do the spell. I'm so annoyed right now because the spell seems so easy. I'm just, I'm just really pissed off about this. Like... I, I just, mm. but when they do the spell three uh giant blue lights uh shoot into the sky three like pillars of light uh and then chuck appears and he knocks everybody but michael aside and surprise we learn that michael had let him um in on this plan mm-hmm. uh but chuck doesn't forgive him he says you know that the last minute defection doesn't quite cut it so he destroys michael uh making him explode which sends in energy like just in a surge around them um and this shot it looks is, cool is really cool like they pull the camera way way back there's there's beside this huge lake so it goes over the water like you, they're all alone out there so it looks it looks really really neat and and cool I, again it, it's not the problem with this episode isn't anybody that directed it or shot it i can tell you that no so. no those people did a wonderful job mm-hmm. um and again on paper plenty of this i like plenty of this stuff i like but we flew through it and it and it devalues a lot of it. Um yeah, let's just keep going. So here, Chuck is here, he has destroyed Michael, and he says, Okay, enough is enough. I'm not gonna sit around and watch you guys suffer. I'm I'm canceling your show. I'm gonna destroy you. Um Sam punches him in the face. Nice. Just he just he says one for the road. Mm-hmm. That's it. I was like, all right. He, like it. he knows it's not going to do anything. He just really wanted to punch the guy in the face. Uh, respect, I guess. I feel that. I feel that, bro. <laughs> I, I I really like that moment. Um, Chuck decides he's not going to uh, just snap them dead. He's going to get his hands dirty for once, uh, and he begins just pummeling them. Uh, I think this is where some of the the cutting of the scenes kind of loses me a little bit um Mm, mm. because it's just it's a real like it's a real eclectic series of punches and kicks and it doesn't make total sense sometimes he punches them down and then the next scene like somebody's standing up and it just it's just a real like grab bag of scenes it seems like without a lot of like it feels like uh god i'm sorry that i reference this like every other episode this is twilight this is twilight the fight in no the fight in swan song feels yeah absolutely you have to sit there and watch Sam punch Dean over and yeah. over again. And you're like, you're in that moment for so long. So when Dean climbs back out of that, you just like, it's this big triumphant thing. Um, but this is cut so fast that you're just like, what, what's going on here? What's going on? And they're here? definitely, if like, we had to, not that I like want to watch them suffer, but if you wanted to like eh. invest me in this moment, <laughs> I want to watch you, them I suffer. think you had, you had to put some, some work in and not just um these quick cuts where you can't really tell what's happening somebody got a leg snapped or something that was pretty gruesome oh the, uh i think dean gets his leg and arm broken as the, and sam gets yeah. like one of his legs broken i believe uh there he's just beating the shit out of him um and throughout this he's telling them like stay down stay down don't get back up you've lost stay down stay down and they keep like standing back up and this is 
again, like I feel like this is the swan song moment, right? Like this is what they are trying to go for. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, this is exactly that. That is exactly the scene they're quoting with Dean smiling through it, telling Sam that he loves him and all that. Um, and they they eventually stand up and they're both smiling and they're laughing. Um, and he, you know, of course he doesn't understand. You know, why are you, why are you laughing? And he says because you lose. Uh, and behind Chuck, uh, there's Jack, who has not been in this scene. Presumably, he was eating a candy bar while watching. You know, all of this happen. Yeah. Um, Chuck approaches him slowly and snaps, but nothing happens. Uh, and then Jack's eyes begin to glow. He reaches out, grabs onto Chuck's head, and he begins to what I interpret as absorbing all of Chuck's power. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And when he when Chuck falls, Jack is like fully aglow. Um, and Jack snaps, and Sam and Dean. Jack looks really cool. I got to stop and just say he, he yeah. actually does look very cool. I thought he looked very cool this when he dope. powered up. Yeah, this um, is this is dope. Again, you know the the concepts here are super cool. I never expected that. Well, I'll, I'll wait a second until we actually get to the reveal. So uh, Chuck falls. Jack snaps. Uh, Sam and Dean are all healed up and fine. He even took the blood off their face. Really kind dude. Uh, Sam picks up the book and um, he tosses it over to Chuck, who's laying on the ground. Uh, Chuck scrambles over and tries to read it, and they realize that all of the pages are blank, um, every single one of them. Uh, and they realize that when they saw that the pages pages were blank, the Winchesters came up with the plan B. And I have in my notes right here, Chris, uh, it's a double brother bluff, and we this is a double brother bluff. We theorized that this would be how they would get Chuck, and I am I want to say a 90 foot view them them getting one over on chuck like this is extremely satisfying to me i like i don't like all of it the is. mechanics involved in this no no, like no this. we don't have to like all the mechanics but that's why this this showdown even though it should have been like the whole episode like episode 20 should have been the showdown and saving cast uh that should have been the showdown mm-hmm. um but we get a five minute version of it uh, but yeah in theory this double brother bluff is actually very very cool and we're gonna learn in a second that jack has been ever since he like exploded essentially set that bomb off in the empty he has he created a power vacuum within himself and it has just been sucking the life out of pathetic level two plants uh and i guess the fight between lucifer and michael he absorbed some of that energy and i think that that really really jazzed him up i assume the death of lucifer was enough for him to kind of fully absorb like okay now i got an archangel power then michael gets blown up same thing uh then the time that chuck spends beating up sam and dean he's able to absorb all that energy now it doesn't they don't really communicate it super super well no um but the concept of that is super cool and then take a step back and we look at the fact that we i didn't even really realize this as we were going through it we're complaining about the fact that sam just got this spell out of nowhere and now you go oh wait no he didn't this was all fucking bullshit. This is all bullshit. He just picked. He just picked a spell that looked fancy. Yeah. He he had that narrative, knowing that Michael was going to betray him. His ego, uh, his his desire to serve God was 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 too strong in the end, and he really felt insulted by Lucifer being chosen over him. So in the end, Lucifer, you know, served them. Um, I was also I was trying to like as I'm thinking about this, think about the fact that the world was supposed to end with Michael and Lucifer having this battle. So pulling them both back for the finale, I get kind of like thematically why we might do that. Like all the old elements of all the old stories throwing them at each other, but in the end, none of that matters. It was just a good old fashioned double brother bluff that did it. Um, I got yeah, I respect the double brother bluff for sure. I didn't I hadn't I hadn't clicked on the fact that 
it, it doesn't matter. The spell doesn't matter. The quickness of the spell doesn't matter. The fact that they had ingredients doesn't matter because they were lying the entire time. I just I hadn't had not put that together. Um, as they're telling Chuck about like revealing their plan, essentially realizing that Jack was a power vacuum, we get a flashback to them inside the bar, like watching Jack walk past the plants, uh, those pathetic level two plants. Um, and trying to, and and then like, I guess this is implying like this is when they kind of started thinking about this. I think my issue with this overall is that they've never solved the omnipotence problem. Uh, they, Mm -hmm. they, 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 and they, they've specifically cited that as an issue. If Jack uses his powers, Chuck would know that he's at the, at the bunker. Um, if Michael used his powers, he would stay, you know, he would know that he survived the rapture. They, they, Chuck kind of knew everything and could watch them all the time. I wish, and this is again, going to the quickness of this episode. Like I almost wish, and maybe on a rewatch I'd catch it uh, and and it is there. And if it is, I apologize everybody, but I kind of, you know, there's a couple of moments in the series where Sam and Dean just look at each other and like make a decision. um, Mm -hmm. And then like do a plan of action. Like I wish we got a couple of these throughout this episode just to show even if they flashed back on them here which isn't my favorite way to present that information but even if they yeah, flashed I think there's back, like one side long glance we get from me from them yeah and, but that's when they uh, see- like you're saying there have there have been these moments throughout the series especially early days where they would talk about how these these guys would just give each other a look they would know the plan yeah or they always had a code word they always had something they, they could base they're all always on the same level when it came to to the hunt um and yeah, I, I do wish that we, even if it was the kind of thing that you could only catch on a rewatch and maybe it is there a little bit mm-hmm. where it shows that they are, they are up to something. They just didn't want to make it super obvious. Um, so I guess the fulcrum of this whole plan here is the fact that death's book, Chuck can't read death's book and, or it is just blank yeah. and there is nothing to read. Um, because Chuck can't die. There, there's no story written. There's no end written for him in that book. So there's nothing to read. And once maybe that would that was the blinding factor because Chuck thinks he can't read it because it's blank. But really, it's because there's there's nothing. And then that is what allows them to get one over on him. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. He's he created his own blind spot. Like he was he believed in his own blind spot, and they used yes, that yes, blind yes, spot yes, yes. to exploit. You know, and and do some fancy spell, which I'm going to call uh, fireworks for Rowena because why not? I don't think it's no one else. <laughs> no one else is going to name the spell. I mean, I'm, I'm on the Wikipedia yeah, right now, yeah. um, <laughs> in the script, <laughs> in the script, script oh which you can find oh, on oh MonsterTheWeek.cool. It is said that um, I, I I think, th- yeah. I mean, I th- th- this all works. I guess like I, I'm I'm okay with this. I just. I, again, going back to that, like, double brother bluff, uh, them having a shared glance of kind of maybe realizing it. Like, when the fuck did they loop Jack in on all this? Like, when did they tell Jack, like, hang back from the fight or whatever? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, maybe that's all they had to tell him was hang back. And, and, and Jack just trusted because him Because they realized what it. was happening. Yeah. That's why Jack was so hungry. They're like, this boy will not stop eating. <laughs> like, he's up to something. <laughs> yeah. He's putting, he's actually putting meat on those bread sandwiches for once. <laughs> I saw him. Like, something's up. Sam, I saw him that's eat some That's when Dean ham. first noticed it. They're in the kitchen <laughs> when, they were, when they were both sitting on the stairs and we get the shot of the spatulas and stuff. Yeah, they were. That was... <laughs> The scene before that that we get cut out is Jack's in the fr- fridge and he's like stacking up like a big like cartoon looking sandwich. A big sandwich. Scooby-Doo sandwich. And, and, and Dean is just over Scooby-Doo there like, sandwich. something is wrong. De- <laughs> Dean's, Dean's, first of all, he's licking his lips. Second of all, he's nudging Sam like, 
what's up? What's up? <laughs> like, and then they figured out, oh, he's a power vacuum. That's why he has a cartoon sandwich right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, I guess that's why those Snickers weren't satisfying the hunker inside of him. Uh, so, in theory, the the plan is very cool. The double brother bluff to take down Chuck is very cool. Execution of it is just sort of like, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> Like imagine a a three episode we didn't we didn't get a single two be continued this whole fucking season. Um, imagine like a, a, a an actual cliffhanger where we are building one thing throughout several episodes consistently straight plot line, not breaking off and and doing the things that we always do. Like it feels like a one long thing uh, that would have been very cool instead of again just throwing it all into as short a period of time as possible. Uh. Chuck on the floor, or excuse me, on the ground, uh, has one of my favorite lines, which is like, "This is why you're my favorites." For the first time, I have no idea what happens next. Like, even yeah. in this moment of defeat, uh, he he can't help himself. He is so addicted to the entertainment. Um, and I I hope this isn't like a passive aggressive message on people who like supernatural because I said that out loud with my mouth, and now I can't stop thinking about it. But let's just <laughs> let's assume that it's not, so I don't have to like rant about it for a long time. He says, you know, he's so addicted to the TV show that is Sam and Dean Winchester in this universe that even now he's like, I, I have to know, what are you going to do? Are you going to kill me? You know, to die at the hands of Sam Winchester, to hi- die at the hands of Dean Winchester, the ultimate killer. It's kind of glorious. Uh, yeah. And Sam and Dean do share a look and um, Dean, I might get a little choked up in this because he says, that's not who I am. And that's not who we are. Uh, yeah. I, we we've had 15 years of dean mm-hmm. being styled from basically birth <laughs> i mean from 4 years old uh to be a soldier in a war that he barely knew the players of um as he as he grew older he has steadily become i guess not necessarily more powerful uh but more passionate more confident more his abilities have grown. He's soft. He's seen too much. He went to hell. He's done all of these things. He had the mark. He's had this rage that has battled inside of him for his entire life. He's lashed out at his entire family over and over again. He's lashed out at friends. He's, you know, drunk himself into stupors more times than he can count. Uh, but something changed between the last time mm-hmm. that somebody, mm-hmm. somebody accused him of being a killer and now. Yeah. Dean spent you know 15 years of this tv show being the ultimate killer being anger rage until castiel said no you're not that until castiel said specifically that's not how i see you i don't see you as that that's how they see you i see the real you and man like if this is and this is just Dean winchester saying that's not who i am and that's not who we are and and leaving and not, that's not that's th- the one nugget that you can take away you know that that Buckleming wasn't able to erase is Dean Winchester. Castiel said, "You changed me, Dean," and Dean was changed by Castiel. Hundred percent. There it, it is. 100%. Even if it took to that very final last second for Dean to realize it, Castiel changed Dean forever from this point forward. Um, Dean's not. He's not. Not that person anymore. Um, and to have that show up in the face of the ultimate villain for the TV show. Um, that's huge. Well, that's that's huge. And in the face of, of the ultimate villain who did everything in his power, in his unimaginable literal mm-hmm. godlike power to turn Dean into that, to get Dean to the point exactly. that he would forget John Winchester, forget hell, forget all all none of those things are responsible. It was Chuck. If everything that we believe about the show is to be 
true to be up with whatever. You know what I'm saying? If all that's true, if this was all Chuck, then Chuck, like you said, made him into the ultimate killer and Castiel unmade him. Castiel brought him back to the real Dean Winchester, who the person who who Dean always thought he was, who Dean wanted to be, but couldn't because he's been on this hamster wheel because his free will was taken away from him. Dean thought that his whole life was a lie. Uh, that he that his free will, that team free will, it wasn't it wasn't real. There was no freedom. And then last episode, Castiel set Dean free for real. And I think that that's what set them on the path to be able to pull off this final double brother bluff. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I just want to say, like you said, that this is somebody that Dean has wanted to be. I I would take that a step further and say, like this is something that Dean would have never allowed himself to want to be. Like just he just he's always mm. believed that he his only worth, um. Is his only worth is just in the killing or in the sacrifice, right? That's it. Like that's his only worth right. as a person is to save other people by killing something or by sacrificing himself. Like that's his. That's his two things that he always does. And to have that change, like I'm, I'm really surprised Sam didn't do a double take at this moment. <laughs> like they didn't, they didn't write it in. But like I, I would almost want Sam to go like, what the fuck? I thought you were gonna clip it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. and they don't they <laughs> yeah sam seems like he's fully in on the plan i guess maybe they had time to talk in the car i don't know um yeah it's uh it's I, that's the i think that's the positive thing we can take away from from castiel not being in this episode i love this um, line a whole is, lot uh it makes me understand why people like the well i've, I've seen so many people say that they really like uh the last like seasons of supernatural for the character arcs um and I bet if you made a supercut of some of this stuff and removed a lot of the stuff that I didn't like from season 15, it'd be a really fun 17 second. No, mm. It'd be a really, <laughs> it'd be a really fun, like miniature Dean, Dean Winchester movie, right? Like that would be right. a fascinating thing to, to see. Um, I Sam s- starts talking to Chuck at this point. Um, he says he's just like them now. He's just, he's just a human. Uh, this is an ending where you grow old, you get sick and you die. No one cares. No one remembers you you're just forgotten. Uh, and Chuck begins to beg and plead like, no, no, please don't leave me. Don't. And now, this, this unraveled a little bit too quickly for me, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. Yeah. I'm... He's immediately, he devolves into begging. And I was like, did they have to do some ADR? Did they have to just repeat his lines? Cause he literally just says, guys, wait, guys, wait, please guys, wait. It just says the same thing over and over again. I was like, come on. Yeah. It's, mix it up. It's not particularly great. Uh, um, well, well wrought, but Hey, we had to, we had to speed through this so that we we can get, have time for a really long and pointless montage at the end of this episode. Yeah. So they just, they just leave Chuck. They don't even kill him. That guy could like go fuck with some spells or something. And like, we don't know what he's going to, we don't know what's going to happen. Might, he might not be God, but he might still be a menace. Uh, <laughs> he might I, still get like a gun. But that's a problem. I feel like his life would be just as bad if he was, or if not worse, like, you know, in a prison, or or put that dude on the on the island they sent Napoleon to. Like he's not gonna fuck up anything yeah. on an island. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Exile what's the, that name, what's the name of that island? What's I don't the, know. Send him there. Nod. I have that. I have that piece of information in my brain somewhere. I, I do too. Everybody does. It, it was one of the few things they taught us about other people's history and like you school. better know about Napoleon. <laughs> you better know about else. Napoleon and that weird fucking island. God, it's gonna fucking destroy me if i don't actually look Quick, it up now. quickly google it quickly google it yeah um elba. so this is the last the time that we see chuck. excellent Jesus. excellent um yeah we see the last time we see chuck is him begging pleading chasing after the winchesters um screaming crying that's it. <laughs> screaming crying throwing up um 
They uh the boys drive uh into town. <laughs> um they stop at a auto dealer's like a like an auto like a car dealer uh that's named Showalters, which is the name of the director of the episode, so cute. Um Dean looks at Jack and says, like, hey, can you can you pull this off? And Jack for all the world looks happy and content. Uh and music begins to play and we start having a montage that goes around the world as uh which was formerly empty and, Tokyo and now starts New York. Excuse me, it was Kyoto. And, New York. And That's it. it. <laughs> and it now starts filling back up with people. Uh yeah. and it seems like they just pick up right where they left off. Like there's some tiny wimey stuff here that I don't think the show is interested in really dealing with. And I certainly am not, but I just I think it like everybody's watch would be wrong at this point. Like does everybody Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like every everything's gonna All be. All those a little soccer bit off. players coming back being like, whoa, whoa what, the what, fuck? what happened? It's been like it's been like four hours. Um, yeah. Dean is super happy. Uh, he he says they're all pretending to be hurt. He, that's what they do. He says uh-huh. way to go, which is a weird thing for Dean to say. He says way to go. Uh-huh. Um, Sam says if asks if he's the new god. Um, and then what about Amar? Like what happened to Amar and all of this? Uh, Jack says that Amar is with me and we are in harmony. Uh, okay, good that we get we get to tie a bow on Amara, but fuck Castiel, right? <laughs> I'm so annoyed by this. Like, why? Why do the special effect of Amara, like the Chaos Eye and the and the the Destruction Eye and the Creation? We didn't eye. get to see Chaos Eye and Light Eye. Or no, whatever you like what the, is that? I was I was so looking forward to had them having a dumb power battle or something. Like, I I thought something yeah. was going to happen there. Um, Dina's like, all right, let's go back to the bunker where we should live now again. Yeah, I think you guys should just buy a house. I think you guys should just have Jack build you a house. Like, he's God. Yeah. Yeah, he just yeah, brought yeah. back everybody. Um, Jack tells them that he is not coming home um, and says, in a way, I'm already there. I'm everywhere. Um, and Sam once again asks, like, are you, are you him? And Jack says, no, I'm me, but I, I know what you mean. Um, and Sam says, what if, we have a, what if we want to have a beer together? And Jack's like, I'll be everywhere. In that beer, and the drop of rain, and the grain of scam, mm-hmm. and the grain of sand, and Sam's like, I don't want to drink you as a beer. I want I to wanna have tr- a beer with you. I want to drink. I don't want to. I don't want to drink sand, Dean. I don't want to have Dean, you Jack a beer. Wants to drink sand. <laughs> yeah, what the? Can you, <laughs> Jack? Dean. I know you're God, but you're still like three. Like maybe we could have some conversations about just simple yeah. world mechanics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, and I guess you know, for all intents and purposes, they have to have Jack immediately become a detached force because Jack, uh, Chuck was way too personable. And I guess this is their excuse for not rescuing Castiel. Um, is that, that Jack is, is going to be completely neutral because he's balanced with Amara. So he's checked out, oh, fully fuck checked that. out. I don't, I don't believe it. I, yeah. I don't know. That's just an excuse. That's just an excuse. I, he, he goes on to say that, um, he he's he's not going to be hands on, uh, and that he is uh, that he has learned from them and from Castiel and from his mother Kelly Klein. We don't we don't erase moms on this podcast anymore. Um, never have, never will. And he has learned that when people have to be their best, they can be their best. Uh, Sam begins to cry. Jack waves a goodbye with a little like salute thing that's cute. I, I presume that he's done this before. I just don't like. Is this like a is like signature wave or something? Oh. Jack's thing, yeah, he's done this a okay, lot. Okay, okay. I, I just didn't... It's just like his awkward little little guy uh, wave. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, they say, see you, Jack. And Jack walks away and then disappears into light. And Yeah, for some reason, when Sam said, see you, Jack, uh, that's the part where I felt like my, I was getting choked up, and I don't know why. It just... If this... Forget everything else, it, it started to feel like an ending. Like, it really started to feel like an ending. I... 
fucking hate this so much. I am, mm-hmm. I am, I'm fine with Jack. I kind of, we saw this coming a few episodes ago. I, I'm fine with him getting the power. Uh, the fact that they just leave so many questions that I have a feeling will not be addressed in the final episode, such as Castiel. Um, if, if the empty, if Chucky raced the empty, did, is Jack just like, yeah, I'm erasing the empty too. Like, I'm just going to erase my father figure that I love dearly. Um, mm. No one even brought it up, which is extremely annoying to me. The fact that nobody even said, like, what about Eileen? What about Castiel? What about the all of those hunker, hunters and from a other dimension? What about alternate Charlie and alternate Bobby? I mean, I guess we, we, what about sh- we should Donna? believe that they'll be back. I think we uh, have to believe that they'll be back. But all of those people and not Castiel? Like... But not Castiel. If if the, not Castiel, and it's just so it's just such shit, and it's just such fucking buckling bullshit that they are just. We talked about like we we don't erase moms in this podcast, but man, they erase Cass all the time. Like I yeah. just I just get so mad about it, especially after the thing. Like I feel like at this moment in his life, more than any other, Dean is excited, and he is he's probably feels free for the first time since he was three years old and he would want to share that with Castiel. He would beg Jack and he would plead with Jack to bring Castiel back immediately. And it doesn't happen because there's too worried about, you know, having a beer with him later. Like what the fuck, Chris? I, mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. And I think that the show definitely wanted to side with the, the part of the fandom that says, no, Supernatural is Sam and Dean. Supernatural is not Castiel. It's not anybody else. It's, it's the brothers. And yes, it used to be. It used to be the brothers. That used to be the foundation of the show. But it's been 15 fucking years and things have changed. There was there was three pillars. And you could even argue four pillars if you really like Jack, you know? Um, and, and the other pillar is made up of Jody and Rowena and all these other characters who who have been such a huge part of it, who added so much flavor and so much color to this to this world. Um but I, 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 I'm going to blame production like issues, right? Like we've come back from a huge hiatus. We got to get this done. We got to get the ball rolling. I don't know. I don't know. Um, cause it just feels like they just blasted through it. And, and that was that, um, everything else be damned. We just, we're going to get through it. We got to get to the end and then we got to roll this weird, like three and a half minute montage, which did get me in the feels a little bit, mm. but it was more of like my own thing and yeah. less about the show being like, I've been a fan of this for so long. I've watched these characters for so long. I've been doing this podcast for so long. Now I'm getting a little bit, you know, emotional about, um, about all of this. And, and it was, it was more that than it was actually just like watching the montage. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, it's just another example of Buck Lemming having the ending that they, they had in mind and we're doing anything they can get to it and fuck everything else along the way. Like there's just no consideration for anybody else in the plot. Like the idea that you just mentioned of like one of those pillars being the found family. Um, that's, you could argue that over the last two seasons or really three seasons since, since Jack showed up, that has been the core thing at the, at the heart of almost all of their issues is Sam Castiel and Dean figuring out a way to love Jack as a family union. Like, that's been the core thing that's been the, mm-hmm. the the deal and to just kind of like uh castiel doesn't matter he doesn't get to be in the last episode is is really bizarre um yeah the boys go to the bunker they have a beer they toast everyone we lost along the way which again feels really frustrating because they they know god like you could just get jack to bring fucking pamela back yeah. at this point bring it, this just really Missouri feels back. like hey like, guys we we got to put a bow on this. We got to just clean it up, yeah. make it sound nice and feel like an ending. And I get it. Endings are extremely, extremely difficult, especially 15 years in. Um, I think that they, I mean, they didn't, I don't know what's going to happen next episode. I know it's a, it's an epilogue. I know some things that happen in it. Um, I don't know. If you're just going to go for this like cheesy, 
thing. You might as well have just made it like a perfectly fine, happy ending. They hunt forever and then they retire and Castiel comes back and everybody's happy. Like, why not? Sure. Why fucking not? Yeah. We don't need the nuance. Just bring them back. All right. Just make everybody feel happy. Okay. Because they weren't going to go for some really dark, um, serious, complex ending. Right. It's just like, oh, they win. But. Um, not everybody gets everything they want. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's very odd. It's very odd. And I have very, very mixed emotions on the whole thing. It's, it's to me, it's just really frustrating. Like it just seems like it's throwing out a large amount of the show, uh, for the sake of what you said of returning it to this idea that it is a Sam and Dean show. And I feel like for a lot of people, I mean, obviously Sam and Dean are a big part of supernatural. Like there's, I'm not, I'm not saying that they aren't, but I think for a lot of people, it's the found family. It's it's the relationships that they've developed along the way, and um, they 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 toast each other. Um, we can write our own story now that Chuck is gone and we're finally free. Uh, they get up and they kind of walk towards the camera as the camera moves towards them, and we see that somebody has carved Castiel and Jack's name into the table. Uh, listeners know I don't like this very much at all. <laughs> I think it's very corny. Uh, I, at least at least we know that they haven't forgotten about Castiel. Yeah. Um, it's like no Bobby or Charlie. Like what is the line? What is the table? What do I got to do yeah. to get on table? You know what I'm saying? Like what, uh, what do I have to sacrifice? What do I got to do? I fucking Bobby, Bobby singer. I took a bullet in the head and I came back as a ghost. And then I went to heaven and then y'all came and got me from heaven to do some shit and then put me back in heaven jail until heaven fucking disappeared. And I don't get table yeah. credit. Like I'm not a fucking table. credit. T- yeah. The Bobby stuff is actually even weirder. If you really want to stretch it out, I know he's been gone for a long time, but he, he was their father. Yeah. Right? Like that's like, at first he was just like a guy who kind of looked out for him. He's a type of father figure. But later on in the show, as they went on, they started to, go no 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 bobby was their dad effectively we that's how we are treating him um but then they go eh, nah he hasn't been around for a while so screw him and then you mentioned this montage um uh they play it on t- I, I i have so many problems with this montage chris i hate this so much i don't, I don't i'm so sorry i'm um, being really negative uh number one it's okay it's okay running on empty yeah, I don't know. This was a uh, <laughs> like a weird song pick for like your your weird like finish the series or finish the season kind of thing of like we're running on empty. We're we're just going to keep going though, I guess. Uh and then the montage itself, there's no narrative structure to it. It's literally just, No, it's literally random and I thought it was going to start with season 1 and then go all the way no. through it doesn't. It's picks and picks and chooses. Like we got Bella in there Bella's for some there. reason. Uh, I had to rewind it at, at some point. Um, and, and I like stopped back on her for a second. Um, and I was just like, why is Bella here? Like, I like Bella. She was fun yeah. in season three for fucking four episodes. But why is she in here? <laughs> was Joe, the original Joe, did she make the cut? She, I saw Ellen. Joe was in there. I wasn't sure if there Joe was There was a moment there. where Joe was okay. in there. Um, also, like, that Kentucky Fried Chicken guy was in there. Not Donatello, who liked to eat Kentucky Fried oh, Chicken, yeah, yeah, but the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, white yeah, yeah, demon yeah. guy whose name I, I will never As, remember. Asmodeus. Sure. Asmodeus, yeah. Um, he was in there. Like, and he's just mixed. And, that, and then, like, not only is there no clear, like, narrative structure to show the boy's journey throughout like the 15 seasons that they've been together and doing stuff they would also show like you know joe having her hand on on dean's shoulder at the bar right like at this moment of tenderness and then that would flick to they wanted you to know that you know dean loves chicks, <laughs> yeah. chicks love dean. but then the next shot it. would be the chaos would be asmodeus and you're like what yeah. 
like what? Like it would go from. Like, I think if they had created a narrative structure, this could have been really, really powerful. Yeah, Instead, absolutely. It's just kind of random. Yeah. Um, we've seen we've seen like Road So Far is better, and I feel like their Road So Far's have gotten. I've talked about this before. The Road So Far's have gotten weaker as the years have gone on, but like I've seen Road So Far yeah, is definitely. better than this. And yeah, to, I used to show the Road So Far's to my friends. Me too. Absolutely. <laughs> like, they were like cool little like edited movies, being like, "Dude, check this out!" Check like this I can't wait till we get blowing away this. ghosts, like, yeah. dog. Like this is fucking great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're set to cool songs, set to fucking heavy metal or rock or whatever. Um, I really wish, you know, this is fucking Monday morning quarterbacking or whatever, but like, I wish this was a scene where Sam and Dean got on the road to go fucking check on Donna and Jody and the girls. And, and maybe this is a COVID thing, like they couldn't do it, but like, maybe they could show them driving through, uh, what's the fucking town that they all live in like they could sioux falls sioux falls indiana and they could show them drive it up next to the d train vehicle or you know what i'm saying like they don't have mm-hmm, to show the mm-hmm. actors but i'll really or just do a loop of the people that they that have would potentially become back they go to the silo and like the family is there i'm sure they could get the fucking family that disappeared in the last episode like what are they doing <laughs> pay that little girl 20 bucks and get her a fucking hoodie put her in the fucking silo like what are we doing here like get like, <laughs> i don't yeah i just B- better than this like weird season series long montage when we still and this is what gets me we still have another fucking episode like this is last very odd this is this is very so odd. fucking weird to do in the, the your print ultimate for episode. some reason i like without even it being spoiled i felt like i knew that that episode 19 was like that would be the finale and episode 20 would be the epilogue um but i don't know what's gonna happen in the epilogue but i feel like they should have made episode 19 two episodes um, yeah, we should have given a little love to cast and other people, and 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 then I think that the two episode finale could have been kind of cool. Um, but I I don't know what the hell's gonna happen next. I've seen some things, but I don't really know. So we'll see. Yeah, I don't I, I don't know what could possibly be. Um, oh, I don't think we mentioned this specifically. The dog showed back up when um uh, Jack brought everybody back. <laughs> the dog did show back up. Yeah. They didn't get to take it home though. They didn't. Uh, they didn't. They didn't take it home, and they couldn't get like Castiel back. But you know, as long as this random fucking heartwormed ass rabies having fucking mangy dog showed up, uh, people are gonna get real mad. I'm sure that dog is very nice in real life or whatever, but like clearly doesn't have a collar or any shots like they're gonna have to take it to a vet but what the fuck anyway i'm i'm irritated chris i'm yeah. very mad yeah. i don't know if you can tell it's, um i don't know if you can ver- I, 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 tell I, very angry i'm i'm curious to see how this feels once we have you know the, the last piece of the puzzle um and nothing ever seems to end well nothing ever seems to end well um I don't know. It just everything always seems to fall apart at the end. Like they did this for 15 years and then they they said, screw it. We're going to, you know, kind of just throw some stuff together. And again, I know COVID was a, was a factor, um, whether we like it or not. I think that really is a factor in some of this. Um, Buck Lemming being allowed to uh, write this is definitely a factor. The show probably like 60 percent hating its audience. Definitely a factor. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I w- I'm very curious to see how, again, I didn't hate this episode. I just hated aspects of it. There was aspects that I did like, um, and, and most of them we already talked about. <laughs> so nothing else to say on that front. It feels weird. I wish that we could be going into the final episode of this podcast feeling on top of the world, feeling, you know, like this is the best show ever. Um, but they're, they're, you know, they're really kicking us. They're really kicking us with some of this stuff. <laughs> It just it just feels real bad. Like it feels, and and, and not to bring up a, a sore subject, but like bringing Pellegrino back at the at the last minute, man. Like it's 
just a kick to the fucking nuts. And I, 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 it's, it's just classic fucking Buck Lemming and it's just the worst parts of Supernatural and they've done good episodes. I've, we have been, you and I have both said before, like, I can't believe this is a Buck Lemming episode. I just, you know, having to see the dude's face again and he did the was up thing from fucking 30 years ago. Like, I don't even, seriously, I, it just is the worst shit in the world. And to have that be like my memory of Supernatural of what it could be like, I've I've seen the idea of people being like, you know, 1518 is my finale. That's, that's the end of Supernatural. Um, or I've seen even seen people say that about 1519. Um, I, I can definitely see why you would want to try to ignore some, a lot of the stuff that happens because Jesus Christ, I, it is so fucking obnoxious. Um, I, yeah, I think, um, I, I think I, you know, I'm glad that we had two recent colossal, um, shit shows in, in kind of nerd culture stuff for, for me, you know, Game of Thrones, lying to myself for a very long time that I liked it and then kind of being like, oh no, I was horribly disappointed by that ending. Um, getting like super on the hype train for the Star Wars movies mm. uh, and then being horribly, horribly disappointed to the fact that like it made me like Star Wars less as a whole. Um, so here coming into Supernatural, I feel like I was like I built up a little bit of uh, thicker skin for this. Like I was ready for to just not be satisfied with it. Um, and I, and I think then that it, thankfully there's a there's a wonderful community of people who have just made their own art made their own endings made their own stories um who have found so much in as lame as it is to say is in the journey you know not just just the destination um there's so much value still in this show um even if it doesn't quite stick the landing but it is um Strange place to be, but we got one more to go. We got one more to go. Let's see if it tips the scales one way or the other. Maybe I'll end the next episode and say I'm never watching this show again. Um, I don't know. I don't think I'll feel like that, but who knows? We, we've talked about this before. Having the the ability to relax and, and watch this um, without with the comfort of A, knowing the ending and knowing everything that happens, and then B, being able to um, just kind of relax into it and not have to think too critically about everything. We can, we can just kind of relax and not have to worry about taking notes and talk about it on a podcast and all that other stuff I think would, would also increase my enjoyment of season 15 a little bit. Um, but boy, uh, it's, it's, I've said this in the past, it's going to be a long time before I go do a full rewatch of supernatural. Like I just, it's a, mm. it's a huge commitment of time and energy and there's a lot of it. I like, it's so, but it's, crazy that i i used to watch it so frequently from the time that i was about 18 until 24 or so i don't know i mean that's only six years that's actually really not that long of a time but i i kept watching it over and over and over especially at the bank at the beginning over and over and over i watched the show and then you know season five came out and that gets thrown into the rotation and then season six even though i didn't really like it that much i still kind of watched a lot and then as time went on i watched it a little bit less and less but it's it, it, the only the only break i ever took from supernatural was maybe a year of like no episodes whatsoever. And then we started this podcast. <laughs> and then your life became so supernatural. And <laughs> then my life became supernatural. It's been, you know, it's been there for a while and it's been, I used to just love throwing it on. Yeah. You know, like it, it was just a thing to do. But but since we started, I never went back. Um, it, it, you know, we did the commentary episodes for a couple of things. But other than that, never went back. I haven't watched any old episodes or anything like that. So um, I don't know. I, I wonder how this will return to my casual viewing time. Um, 
it'll be interesting. I do want to eventually watch it all again, yeah. but who knows what will happen. I uh, I wouldn't mind going back to do the uh, more commentary episodes. So I think I think we we both want to do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's a that's a fun way for me to watch Supernatural and and goof with my bud. Um, but that's also like not watching Supernatural. <laughs> like that's you that's you and I right. coming it's up hanging with, out, yeah, yeah, hanging out and having a good time, which is better than me watching Supernatural alone while drinking at my house. Right, like that's a better place to be. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. It's a it's a it's a weird situation going into this very last episode of just feeling uh like emotionally deflated after this. Like I kind of expected to feel like um a lot of excitement and and, and don't get me wrong, I am I, I will be watching this the last episode of Supernatural like as soon as possible, regardless of when we can record mm-hmm. on it, because I'm just so desperate to finally find out and see for myself what this is and I'd uh, you know, having watched it from the very beginning, like it's it's a it's a lot of emotions for me and all that kind of stuff. So we'll I guess we'll see what happens. But man, it's it's weird. Uh, I do want to mention again um, as we're closing out this podcast, uh, we're we're not going anywhere. So the the current plan is to uh, and we've already kind of started work on this. We've got stuff picked out. Um, but the current plan is to wrap up Supernatural. Um, we're going to do a feedback episode. Um, we're going to have your commentary on it. Um, watch our Twitter feeds and various social media. I might play with the idea of putting a voicemail thing out there. If you want to call in and like, tell us about how you felt about it. <laughs> and so we can put those in the podcast cause that might be entertaining. I don't think we're going to have mm-hmm. a guest. I don't know how you feel about that, Chris. I don't really want to have a guest on the last season. Um, I th- yeah, it feels like it's going to be too heavy for us to just like be nice to somebody <laughs> yeah yeah i don't i don't want to have to get to know somebody while also dealing with a lot of emotional trauma like that <laughs> doesn't seem to be a very good thing yeah. um so but after all of that uh we are going to take a break um for new listeners we have been doing this podcast for over five years straight um we have never missed a thursday episode which is fucking insanity to me that's wild that's wild yeah. um we we've never taken a break taking a break is kind of the death knell of a podcast too but that's not going to happen to us we already have plans like we are already actively mm-hmm. working on mm-hmm. stuff uh my goal is to have you guys watch social media um and you know over the last couple of years we've done crazy cool theme songs and videos uh and kind of premiered them on youtube for our community I kind of want to do that for our announcement for uh, the next thing that we're doing Um, and just not tell anybody until the video starts playing. Um, (laughs) I think that would be super fucking cool. Um, So watch that stuff. Uh, You can definitely, you know, join the Patreon, hang out with us on discord. Um, I've dropped some hints about what we're covering next, uh, but we're not willing to announce it. So anyway, I've been talking for a long time, Chris, what do we do next? How do we get out of here? Um, we prepare for the finale and we say goodbye. Yep. Uh, we'll be back next week uh, with, <laughs> appropriately enough, the end. Goodness. Hello, friends. This is Jeremy. Uh, this is normally the point of the podcast where me and Chris would deliver onto you some hilarious outtakes or probably just talk about video games for 20 minutes again. Um, but this week was a little different. Uh, first off, we had a listener of the show uh, who goes by Jamie. They created a song. Uh, this is like a cover of Justin Bieber's Peaches, uh, but with, with all Monster of the Week lyrics. Uh, it's amazing. I'm going to play that after I stop talking. Um, And then after that, 
I was late to the podcast. My computer like freaked out. Um, it was it was a bad time. <laughs> uh, so Chris just sat in the recording thing for twenty minutes while the Discord peppered him with questions. Uh, I haven't listened to any of this yet. I have no idea what they possibly could have said to him. Um, I'm sure it was an absolutely hilarious time. Uh, so yeah, we're going to listen to some, some monster of the week versions of peaches. You can follow along. The lyrics are going to be in the show notes of this episode. If you're listening to this on the early feed, I will uh, put the lyrics there and, um, also check the show notes for links to, uh, Jamie's Instagram and YouTube. If you want to follow them on the internet, uh, thanks for your patience on this and, you know, enjoy. Get my hunk shit out of Kansas. Oh yeah, shit. Cast the others in a fishbowl. Is he a fish? How does MD44 L? Got that drip. I get my blizzy from the source, yeah. Yeah, that's it. And I say you is Rowena, my girlfriend. Always leaving me on red. I wanna call her, but she always tells me no. Where to say you the way the camera pans is dusty L cannon. But the writers say no I went to college up in Spamford It's not real Wanted to get stung, you stay stung What's the deal? I thought the cage was metaphysical Like not real Oh, I guess we killed Charlie Catch those feels I think I'm going dark, son I just want to take this curse Turn it into a blessing Drinking more blood Demons of my mind, the same as in our bodies. Hunting monsters and people. Never saying I was leaving. Remember how we had a problem? Whatever happened to you? Got that in all my pocket. Sam and Dean tag team Double brother block Kevin's ghost still haunts the bunker Oof, that's rough Castle is moving in there Are sad enough? We just wrapped up so Where we wrestled all the fans I can't, I can't believe they like the so, so much Shipping culture's pretty weird Can't believe this wins us Don't you know the brothers? I know we killed the ladies all Remember Sam fucked a werewolf all the way When you walk away, you won't hear me say Please, Dean, where is Cass? Simple and clean is the way you make me feel Monster of the Week
Um, I've been asked. Um, well, I, I let me rephrase that. I'm waiting for Jeremy to get on the mic. I was having some computer difficulties, so I asked Discord to ask me some questions, and um, let's uh, let's see what we got here. First question: Dean Snuggles on the Discord says, "Who's your favorite non-supernatural hunk?" That's a very difficult question to answer. Um, I love me a good hunk. I love me a good dreamboat. Um, just like a just just a straight up hot dude, you know, who doesn't love a big old beefcake hot dude? Um, you know, Jess called me out on this. You know, I think I weirdly have a crush on like is is uh, Daniel Craig. I'm not a James Bond fan, but I feel like like well, I mean, I've talked about Girl with Dragon Tattoo, that the one with Daniel Craig in it. I I just feel like I I think he's a hunk. I think he's a hunk. He's a good looking dude. That's my answer to that. Um, next question, also from Dean Snuggles. Uh, if you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be? Hmm. Um, whatever the hunkiest tree you could you could be. Uh, oak tree. I don't know. <laughs> um, how much can a hunk hunk ask? ask how much hunk can a hunk hunk asks Kaz? Um, I would have to say, um, oh well, a whole lot of hunk, whole lot of hunk. I bit off way more than I could chew. How many lizard tails can you eat in a sitting? I have been asked. Nine or ten? Nine or ten in one sitting? Nine or ten? Easy. Um, higher in calories than you think. A lot higher in calories than you think. But nine or ten, like noodles. <laughs> Slurp them down. Noodles. So sorry you had to hear that noise. Um, this is what I get. Um, do you ever do any pranks on set? <laughs> I've been known to do a prank. I've been known to do a little prank in the outtakes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you can call this a prank right now. You can call this a prank right now. Um, let's see. What's Okay, Kaz is asking, what's your favorite podcast and why is it Thinking Face? That is, Jeremy said this the other day on Twitter, Thinking Face is like the best thing that we ever did that nobody listens to. And I get because it's a podcast about emojis that we turned into like a narrative <laughs> it got it got away from us and then we got to a point where like what are we doing <laughs> like what are we doing let's just focus on monster of the week um thinking face might be the only podcast that somebody i know in real life listens to like one of my friends was like yo dude <laughs> thank you face is really funny i was like what do you how'd you find out about that what are you doing here <laughs> He found out about it because he fucking follows me on Twitter, but <laughs> it was still on. Um, let's see. What do we got here? Um, <laughs> which supernatural monster would you pick for hand-to-hand combat? Like, to fight hand-to-hand combat? I mean, I, I ain't putting, I'm throwing hands with any of them. Um, <laughs> maybe the Bugman. Oh, you know what? If I had to fight one of them hand-to-hand combat, I'd, be, I'd throw haymakers at Bugman. Because he's got a huge bug head. You know what I mean? And so he'd be like, bzz, bzz, and I'd be like, duck this, buzz off. I'd say, I'd say cool stuff like buzz off, um, or you know, it's just cool, it's just cool things like that. Um, yeah, so I'd, I'd fight Bugman, but if I had to have like, like a guy on my squad who's like, yo, this is our hand to hand combat guy. Um, I don't know. We got like, we got Wraith's got the little needle thing in the wrist, right? Uh, oh wait, you can respond. Um, Wraith's got the little needle arm thing. Whatever's got a, whatever's got big claws. I mean, I feel like werewolf, werewolf can put hands on you. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, you know, Maul, the guy from that up from whatever this ep- season fifteen episode with Garth, Maul, that guy. Yeah, that guy's like he's built. You know, he's a tall drink of water. That guy could be on my squad. Do I have any other questions to answer, Jeremy? Where are you? <laughs> Audio files already four minutes long. Um, okay, all right. Um, Let's see. Okay. 
Um, no, the chat's devolving, and now so am I. I still, I've answered all the questions, and um, I still, I still have to wait for Jeremy. So now I don't know. I've, I'm too far into the bit to just delete the audio file now. You guys are gonna hear the outro music, and there's gonna be fucking 15 minutes left on the <laughs> on the Apple iPod track. You know things are getting bad because I just called it an Apple iPod track. Let's see. Is there any other questions going? Jeremy, if it's not funny, you have to edit it out. That's a rule. <laughs> These are not the kind of pranks on set that we're talking about. What is the wildest ending to Supernatural you can think of right now with no prep? Absolutely wild answers. Um, wow. Wildest. Wild. Okay. I think like, <laughs> so like they were like pull fucking... All right, Jesus Christ. Yeah, we already said it. <laughs> Jesus Christ comes back and saves Sam and Dean, um, which was okay. But that's we previously discussed that. I don't know. Wildest is like something like Bigfoot shows up, puts hands on God. You know what I'm saying? Um, Loch Ness monster comes up, like just chokes Sam Winchester out, just fucking slithers around him. Sam's got a handful of lizard tails he's about to eat. Loch Ness comes up, squeezes those 47 L's, cracks him a little bit. Sam somehow gets even longer, and now he's so long that God can't stop him. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? That's my wildest. That's my wildest answer to that question. Um, I used to. I know that this isn't how it ended, and I think I've changed my opinion over time. Anyway, I used to really, and I've again probably said this on the podcast. I wanted. Um, I think for an ending, I kind of wanted like Sam and Dean to go down swinging together, or just like a hey, we're gonna sacrifice ourselves for this dope thing and then like all monsters are gone <laughs> or something like that you know um even though you know I, it's not the guy want either of them to die but um just that good heroic we go down together kind of thing nobody's there to uh bring the other one back from the dead but that was before i really appreciated cast the way that i do cast like kind of my favorite character now so um yeah i don't know i don't know throw that out the window i'm not getting whatever i want anyway i know that i haven't seen the finale yet but i know i'm not getting what i want um let's see what, what else we got here okay i'm as being asked to rate a dog uh as always oh it's a cute little pup it's a cute little pup uh do you snuggles your duck dog's very very cute sorry that i just called it a duck um rate your dog 11 out of 10 11 out of 10 it's the only rating i'm gonna give that um now what do you guys want me to talk about we're gonna all the out there's no outtakes for jeremy it's just oh, it's on the mic for half an hour well not really not my file's not that long thankfully um super weird to be ending supernatural when I think about the young boy who started this podcast or who started watching Supernatural, literally a teenager, it's so bizarre to be here now. I never would have thought that I would have met so many people. Um, and, you know, specifically, I've become really good friends with Jeremy through this podcast. Who would have thought that I'd have uh, an internet friend? <laughs> I'm like way more shy online than I am in real life, which is weird, you know. These days, especially given the pandemic and everything, I, I stay a lot, a lot more than I used to. Um, I was a bit more social when I was younger. Um, I was always hanging out with my friends or whatever, going out to bars when I was in my 20s, you know, doing the, just the usual, usual life stuff. Um, but as I've gotten older, you know, my, my circle has gotten smaller and smaller, and that's okay. That's just life. That's just how it goes. Um, but all that being said, yeah, I was, I'm always really shy online. Like, even, like, on Twitter, like, in the Discord, like, I don't talk as much as I, like, kind of want to. I just don't, I don't know. I don't know. I've always been, I've always been bad about it, but I've met so many cool people doing this. And uh, it's, you know, it's important to stop and 
smell the roses sometimes because we've just been barreling straight forward towards the end of Supernatural. And there will be more Monster of the Week. Not even like th- there is a new thing coming, but there will be more. I think there'll be more stuff to talk about with Supernatural um, in some form or another. It's not like it's gone forever, but it's still it's this is crazy. This is crazy. What's even more crazy is that I'm eight minutes into this file. And I'm still talking. Jeremy, where are you? <laughs> I have to I have to pause. And figure out what's going on. Oh, I have more questions from the Discord. Would you rather get eaten by a vampire or stepped on by a dinosaur? Wow. I used to really love dinosaurs when I was a kid. Um, but it had big time fear as well. Huge fear was being definitely being stepped on by a dinosaur. Um, there's a scene in Jurassic Park in the, in the first one uh, where they're all sitting. The two kids were with the lawyer guy. They're sitting in the, the Jeep and uh, the T-Rex comes and he's, he's chopping everybody up. And in the scene... The guy, the lawyer, like runs away from the car, abandons the kids in the car, and goes inside of like a bathroom. He sits on in in the toilet, and I can't. I haven't seen the movie in forever. I think he's just like going to run and hide. But in my child brain, I saw it when I was like three, <laughs> a little young for Jurassic Park. Um, I just love dinosaurs, you know. Child brain saw that, and I used to cry when that lawyer would get eaten because all I could think was, why didn't he just pee his pants? Why did he run out of the car to go use the bathroom when there's a T-Rex there? Why didn't he just stay in the car and pee his pants that he wouldn't have died? <laughs> it just didn't make any sense to me. As a little kid, I think you just, you don't go out there and you get eaten by a dinosaur. You pee your pants. That's a responsible thing to do. You pee your pants. Um, all that being said, I'd rather be eaten by a vampire because vampires are usually sexy. Um, supernatural vampires, not so much. But like generally in media, um, vampires are are sexy. So if you're gonna if you're gonna go, you know maybe maybe roll the dice, become out of a vampire yourself. You know who knows that could be cool. Um, gonna have to go. Gonna have to go for that one. Um, I've just been asked. Um, <laughs> I've just been asked. Do lizards have nipsies? Um, and yes, actually, yes, I believe that. Um, uh, lizards do have nipsies. Uh, humans, mammals have nipples. That's right, nipples. Um, humans have those. Mammals have those. Um, lizards, reptiles, they have nipsies. And what do those look like? Your guess is as good as mine. That's private. That's between the lizards and God. That's got nothing to do with me. Um, but they are called nipsies. That is science. Um, what's your favorite swear word? Oh, I don't, ooh, that's a great question. <laughs> it's probably just like shit or something. Um, Just something, you know, something fun. But, you know, is that fun? Is that, I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess I have to go with shit. I have to go with shit. Jeremy's uh, question in the chat is how, um, how mad are you at me right now? I'm not mad. I'm just, um, sorry, everybody listening to this. 11 minutes. Of this. I don't think I should be allowed to be solo on the microphone. What class would you teach at Smamford English? I have an English degree. <laughs> it'd be the one it'd be the one class <laughs> where Sam is like, this is different than all my other classes. I just learned how to build bombs and make salt rings. And now this guy's teaching me about Mark Twain. <laughs> Are you allowed to say these words in this book, man? No, you're not, Sammy. No, you're not. Um if you could throw anything at Jeremy right now, what would it be? Um a kunai? One of those like ninja, like not not quite a shuriken, but like kind of like a knife. That's what I'd throw. A dull one though. I don't want to kill him. I just 
I just wanted to say that I was going to do that. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Hold on. Hold on. Um, great question coming in. Um, how many books are on the mic stack? We've got seven, seven volumes of uh, Berserk Deluxe hardcover edition. Um, rest in peace to the late great Kentaro Miura. Um, yeah, I figured out seven's the magic number. Uh, seven's the magic number. I was, it was waffling back and forth on that. Um, uh, Jeremy has sent me a screenshot from TikTok. It says, Chris, what do you think about this screenshot of TikTok I took one time? Uh, it says, when my grandparents' nursing home send us photos for peace of mind. And the uh, pictures say, hello, I just want to say I'm safe here and I am all right. Okay, so it's a, okay, I'm gathering clues. Clue master gathering clues. Um, the <laughs> There's a photo from TikTok. It looks like very sad, depressed, scared, lonely, possibly no longer a living uh, elderly folk in this in this photo and they're holding up a sign that says hello i just want to say i'm safe in here and i am all right and um that's very distressing jeremy why did you send those to me um let's see let's see if a mic stack falls in an empty podcast room does it make a sound um yeah uh yeah the, it, the mic michael pick up on it uh that's what, it's, that's what it's there for um let's see chris why can't i sleep says ness um uh red dead online is not getting sufficient updates and i find that to be uh haunting and troubling um chris what is the meaning of life your guess is as good as mine you know uh you podcast and you know you try to you try to spread a little love to the world <laughs> talk a little shit spread a little love you know that's that's what that's what life's all about that's what life's all about chris if i told you that my computer says about 12 minutes remaining what would you say um i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you jeremy if, <laughs> These might be the whole outtakes at this rate, at this rate. And then he follows up with, Chris, how do you feel about Sasuke? Um, <sighs> Sasuke, um, Sasuke is a great foil for Naruto. You know, he's the, he's the edge lord, right? He thinks that his mission is important. He thinks he's the most powerful. Um, I mean, and he's, he is important. He is powerful. But you know what, Sasuke? Power of friendship and gay love is a lot stronger. Um, it's been interesting watching Supernatural and getting like the Dean Cast stuff. Finally, finally seeing it, um, and now I look at Naruto and I'm like, okay, Naruto and Sasuke love each other so much more than Dean and Cass ever could. Um, well, okay, that's not to uh, Naruto loves Sasuke more than anybody loves anybody. <laughs> period. So if you love, uh, if you love to to ship some boys together, Naruto and Sasuke. There you go. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Chris is is it is the this better or worse than reading supernatural books? Um I, we all know that I struggle to read aloud. That's a big big hardship for me is reading out loud. Um but usually the supernatural book thing would only go on for a couple minutes, 3 3 4 minutes tops. I would read the same page like 8 times cuz you'd fuck up. Um so I don't, this might be worse, but I'm having a little fun. You know, my nipsies are getting a little chafed up here, but we're doing okay. Um, how many miles does your car have on it? Um, oh, I just looked at this the other day. It's not a lot. It's not a lot. It's like 3,000 miles. It's like a baby. I work from home at the time. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't driving anywhere. <laughs> so it's, but I also just got a new car not that long ago. So, um, okay. What's next? What's next? Should we start writing Frick for you to read on mic? Yes. I'm going to respond to that in the chat. Yes. Um, okay. Uh, Nis is asking, uh, oh, there's one before that. Want my, want my Dean cast trench coat victory? Uh, yes, go ahead. Um, if Sola Sam fought Demon Blood Sam, who would win? Oh, okay. 
Soulless Sam has the tactical edge over Demon Blood Sam because he's he's cold, he's unfeeling, he's calculating, right? So he could set he could set traps, booby traps. That's right. He would he would get Dean involved. He would be using Dean. You know, Dean would think that he was this is all in the up and up, and he'd be used. Um, Soulless Sammy, he's ripped as fuck. Well, he's getting, or no, sorry, excuse me. Demon Blood Sammy ripped his fuck. He's getting there. He's swole. Um, you know, he's putting in, he's putting in the hours. Although uh, Soul Sammy was pretty ripped too. So Demon Blood Sammy, he's got the angst and he has the, the magical power. But as far as I'm aware, I don't think Demon Blood Sammy could use his powers on other humans. Like, I don't remember him ever like throwing Dean with his mind or whatever. Um, I bet he, I mean, he probably could. But I, I think I gotta give it to Solo Sam. I think I think Solo Sam, he could figure it out. He could figure it out. Um, all right, let's see what do we got here. What do we got here? Um, oh, they're starting. <laughs> uh, this I think fiction is being written live on air. Um, one line per person. Jeremy says Sam looked up from his computer. Chris, he yelled. It says it has about nine minutes remaining. Let's see what the next line is. Nope, you guys, you guys are not coming through. A long time ago at a bunker far, far away, Dean heard a moan. Sam sammed quickly into the room. It's not what you think. <laughs> That's it. Where's the rest of the story, people? I should give that a minute. I'll let them type up. Because God knows I've got time. I've got time. Um, what else do you guys want to know about? Oh, turning 30 was kind of weird, you know? That's, uh... You know, I started this podcast when I was 35, or 35, geez, when I was 25. I was 25 when I started this podcast. Uh, pretty fresh into my relationship with Jess. Um, I was just, I was but a boy. You know what I mean? I hadn't yet grown out my mullet fully yet. Um, it's been here here and back. No, that's, I actually used to have a man bun before we did the podcast. I forgot about that. Um, yeah, turn 30 was weird. It was, I was alone in COVID, you know. I remember like, well, my, I don't have friends who are older than me, really. Um, most of the, you know, most of the guys are around my age. So, um, the 30th birthdays I experienced before were both of my sisters. Um, and they had these big extravagant parties. So I was like, yeah, you know, I'd like to see my friends. That'd be nice. Didn't see any of my friends. Got very sad. Um, and now I'm 31 and you know what? Age is just a number, baby. <laughs> Did I make it weird? Well, it's liable to get weird when we're 18 minutes, oh, 18 minutes into this. My voice is getting sore. I got to get my booster shot tomorrow. I'm a little nervous. You know, I got kind of sick last time, so um, it is what it is. But I got to go to work after. I want to. I want to go home and go to bed. You know, we don't always get what we want. Do we get that fanfic in the chat yet, people? This is what that's. This is the future of Monster of the Week. Actually, <laughs> Jeremy's just gonna. Uh, he's gonna moderate the chat and make me talk nonstop. Let's see, do we have enough of a story to read yet? A long time ago, in a bunker far, far away, Dean heard a moan. Sam sammed quickly into the room. It's not what you think. His hair billing behind him in the non-existent breeze. I jammed my thumb again from rifling through stacks of floor. <laughs> oh God, hey, I'm here. Stop. Look who Stop. It Stop the madness. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's okay. It is okay. There, I, okay. I started several audio files and I would like, I would make a joke and I was like, that's, that's not 
funny. This is stupid. Um, and then I would turn it off. And then finally, I did it like three times. And then I sneezed one time, <laughs> like in the middle of it, and then I had to blow my nose. I was like, okay, scrap that one. And then finally, I thought, I'll ask the Discord if they have any questions, and I'll just answer some questions. It'll be five minutes of time. It's no big deal. 20 minutes later, I'm still here. I don't, um, I don't even know that we need uh, outtakes now. I think that should be the outtakes. Of just I, I, I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. The penultimate episode of Supernatural is just me talking. I got a little weird sometimes. I got a little sad. I got a little sad a few times. Did you really? I got a little wistful. I got a little wistful. I can't wait to you listen know? back to this. This is going to be great. It's 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 turbulent. It's turbulent. There's a lot of highs and a lot of lows. So sorry. I, I admitted so to some things you know I've never really said out loud before. Oh my god. Uh, I'm so sorry. So sorry. It's all right. It's all right. Shit happens. Um. Show. Oh, I have so many texts. Justice got on. I had work. a panic attack. I had a panic attack the other day from text messages. Like a real panic attack. I get over. I, yeah, kinda. I get overwhelmed so easy. Oh no, I'm getting real again. I'm getting dark. I'm getting dark. No, 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 no. no, no I mean, I, that sounds concerning. How many text messages? Oh, and I get? got. So I'm. Uh, I'm working from home, and I'm. I'm working. I had the TV on, and then Jess came in. I'm like, oh, all right, whatever. So she's talking to me. TV's on, and then my my phone starts buzzing. I'm getting texts from multiple people. My my watch is now buzzing too because I'm hooked up to that, and I just straight up had a panic attack. I like, couldn't handle it. I'm like, all right, I gotta like unplug. <laughs> I gotta figure my fucking. That was last week. Um, it was a lot. It was a lot to deal with, and and I got a problem. I got a problem with my phone. Um, this is not the bow I wanted to tie onto my 20 minute stand up routine. So okay, it's all good, dog. It's very good. It's okay. Oh, I'm I have, sweating. I, have a, I really thought having the Apple Watch would be like. Um, I would just be in notification city, basically. Like I'd be like wanting to find out mm, everything mm. that's happening on my phone on my watch, and that is not true. Like. It took about two days for me to go through that watch app and disable almost every single yeah. possible notification. Like the only one that's really left is text messages now. Um, yeah, that's all I have on there. I um and obviously I'm, I use it to track exercises and all yeah, that crap. Yeah, that stuff. Is, uh, is, is but mostly it's it's mostly just a watch. It's mostly I mean I and I've always worn a watch, so it's really nothing new to me. But um, yeah, it's been weird. It's been weird for me because I've, I haven't I've, I haven't worn a watch in like decades, and so it's been weird getting used to. But the exercise stuff is worth it for me, and um. Also, you can you can change in the face of stuff. So, like, I can add a shortcut to like every time I walk into my podcast room, I can hit a button and it lights it up for me. Like, it just turns on all the lights for me. So, oh, that's fun. That's pretty cool. But that's that's the only like I thought there was going to be like ten times more fancy stuff that I was doing with it, and I really don't. There's <laughs> so, probably all sorts of secrets, you know, that no, you could be unfurling from in there. But I, I will <laughs> say, I I it used to drive me crazy because. Um, I would be like doing something in the kitchen and I'd look at Autumn. I'd be like, what's the date? And she's like, I don't know. And I'm like, you have a watch. It shouldn't tell you the date. And she's like, it doesn't show it on the face. And I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. It doesn't show it on the face. And I thought the Apple watch was kind of garbage. I didn't realize you could edit the face because I didn't have one. So it it took me getting one and going through and figuring out all the secrets so that I could change Autumn's watch. So it can show the fucking date on it. I got, uh, I got time. I got date. I've got the temperature and location uh and then i have heart rate i got the rings and then i have a, a moment of mindfulness which i don't ever do which I'd, maybe i wouldn't have panic attacks if i took a moment of mindfulness i just disabled all the mindfulness prompts because it was getting to a weird point where i would wake up and i would go wash dishes and then my phone would go like or excuse me my watch would go doo, 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 and i would look at it and be like take a moment for mindfulness and i'm like i am doing chores right now like there's yeah, no bro. mindfulness in this i just have to do this like i can't there's no breaks <laughs> i just have to do the thing so no i disabled breaks. i disabled all that stuff on mine i've got 
the battery. I've got the date and the time. Um, I've got the current weather and then the high low and then the sunset or sunrise the rings my little light shortcut and then a spotify thing that i will probably replace with something else so mm. super super, super exciting i hope i hope all of your comedy was better than all of this because this isn't comedy it's, at all. i mean it's again ups and downs truly <laughs> the you saw the inside of my brain i think in those 20 minutes let's talk about supernatural let's i'm losing my it. voice okay. i got a tummy ache oh no all right so we're we're into it <laughs> Let's do the thing. Thank you.